This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles. We win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, Everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Hey, it's Conrad Thompson, and you're listening to To Be The Man with the Nature Boy, Rick Flair. Rick, how are you, man? Good, man. How are you? Man, I'm excited to be I, here with I, you. I know Thanksgiving Eve. How about that? It's uh, a yeah. fat guy Christmas tomorrow, and we yeah. thank you guys for taking a moment and joining us today. And we're a few, uh, a little bit behind getting together, but we didn't want to miss this opportunity to celebrate wrestling and Thanksgiving. They go hand in hand, especially in the old school. Do they not, Rick? Oh my God. Biggest day of the year. Starcade. Every year. And I think that was, that was from, like, from, the, from 83 on. It was like the biggest, uh, night of the year for every territory, not just Jim Crockett promotions. Right. I would think so. Yeah. I mean, I think the biggest night for Dallas was Christmas day. I saw uh, a great report about Terry Funk once upon a time where he had this, uh, pretty crazy idea that he tried to convince some folks of uh-huh. what if we rent and rented every major arena in the country on Thanksgiving. And then all these promoters would have to sublease from us and we could just jack up the rent. Of course he never <laughs> did that, but that sounds like a Terry Funk idea. If there ever was, I, I, does, I hadn't heard that, but I wouldn't put up. Well, we shouldn't put anything past you. You called it just last week. We talked about, Hey, what would you do with the title? You said MJF MJF is our new AEW world champion. And it doesn't feel as if they're going down the babyface route. The, uh, the, the wrinkle was William Regal yeah. sliding MJF, the brass ducks. Yeah. Everybody's got questions now. Does this mean that MJF and Regal are together? We'll find out tonight on dynamite. What I do you think? I, of, uh, I can't wait. I can't wait. Well, be, to me, it would make him a heel. Yeah, of like, Yeah, which I've, I've also, it was also my preference. So, damn it, I had to, be some, I had to get a booking fee here. I get Jared <laughs> book. <laughs> I, uh, I was so excited to see him slide the nuts over. I think William Regal is one of the more underrated television performers. 
clearly uh, a great in-ring technician, but boy, on the mic, he knows how to tell a story. How great is Mr. Regal? Great. Um, I've liked Steve from day one. I don't think I don't think he ever really had a chance. I think now you're seeing the best of Steve Regal twenty yes. years later. Because he was always involved in a like uh, in a tag team or something like that where he wasn't um you know, where he wasn't given the freedom to talk the way he can. I mean, I don't think I've ever seen him have a promo like that. WWE is so, I mean, he's great in the role. He looks like a heel, acts like a heel, and he, he you know, he just comes across being really professional. If he, in, if he in turn is going to be with uh, MJF for a long time, it, it, I think it's a great move on their part. Well, we saw at the pay-per-view too, the return of Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks. Uh, they, uh, a lot of folks thought would come back in and just reclaim the old trios titles from the death triangle. It didn't happen. Uh, Kenny Omega and the young bucks do not pick up the win, but not only are they back in AEW, they're back producing being the elite and came out this past Monday and the fans at the pay-per-view, they were chanting F C and punk and, uh, being the elite actually made sure to focus on that chant tonight. They're in Chicago. And this is a big test because this, of course, is a, a crazed market for CM Punk. First of all, maybe the best wrestling audience in the country these days, Chicago. But boy, they're in love with CM Punk. What do you expect tonight? Do you think CM Punk is going to get uh, a cold shoulder tonight from these fans? I would be hard for me to believe. If I were smart, I wouldn't mention his name. Yeah. I wouldn't even, I would just, I, if he's not part of the company, I wouldn't even mention his name. In commentary, I would I would tell the Young Bucks not to bring up his name. Now the Young Bucks were heels, or MJF was working with them. I said, Terman, asshole, <laughs> because the fans do love wrestling, but unless uh, they have plans to use them, and I think that they once again you put you put yourself in a position where you're making it only benefits him. You know what I mean? Right. He sits home, he's not doing anything, and then, you're going to go to sleep saying, I win. No, he doesn't. But I don't know. I don't know what the whole story is. And I I swear to what I, when I say that, I don't know. So you're, you know more about it than I do. I just know that it would be like um, going into a, you know, San Antonio or Dallas and somebody challenging The Undertaker or Steve Austin. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not going to happen. So why why bring his name up? It, it just takes it just takes away from the from the other guys on the show. Well, I totally agree. I don't think that they've uh, ever intentionally tried to mention him, but you know, sometimes these fans uh, they get excited and they'll start chanting or doing whatever they want to do, and it feels like Chicago being CM Punk country. We might have an interesting scenario tonight. I can't wait. Well, to if they, if, if the, if the fans initiate it, then address it. I wouldn't. Yeah. I wouldn't. I wouldn't initiate it. No, but if they start chanting CM Punk, <laughs> I just sit down in the middle of the ring, cross my legs, and say, "Where is he? <laughs> I'm waiting." <laughs> what were what were they put, like to put in that position? <laughs> well, of course, uh, the the other big talk in wrestling is uh, the idea that Royal Rumble has set a record. I don't know if you saw this, but this is the biggest gate in the history of Royal Rumble. They passed five million bucks. And, uh, I think it's going to beat even the 2017 Royal rumble, which I believe had more tickets sold 
uh, here at the Alamo Dome, but much higher ticket prices this time around. Over a $5 million gate for a Royal Rumble. Business is still pretty damn strong these days. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I mean, what can you say? It, uh, it just gets better. Wait till the ticket sales go on in Philadelphia when they hear I'm going to be there. <laughs> oh, are we allowed to talk about that? Hell yeah. They didn't say don't tell anybody. Okay. Well, uh, I guess we can spill the beans. They got a big plan uh, coming up, I guess, in the month of January. According to my clock, it looks like that's going to be the 30-year anniversary of Monday oh, Night Raw, right? Yeah. Yeah, I feel, hey, and I haven't been invited, and it's a fucking big deal. So for all those people out there, they go, why? Why? Because it's Raw, and it's a big fucking deal. <laughs> Yes, it is a big yeah, deal. I'm honored. Hell yeah. Are you kidding me? 30 years. You think about that. It's unbelievable. Remember, Nitro was just going to destroy Raw. <laughs> I can't even spell Nitro anymore. Can you? <laughs> <laughs> it, uh, we're, it putting you, we're putting you out of business, Vince. <laughs> Good Lord. <laughs> that did not work, did it? Huh? I said, I don't think that really worked, did it? No, for me, it'll be getting in there Sunday night. I'll be looking for Austin, Undertaker, and any John Cone, anybody that's within sight for a cold beverage. And I'll be buying. <laughs> Sounds like a good time. I uh, I can't wait to, to see how that one goes down. I can't believe it's the 30-year anniversary of Monday Night Raw, Philadelphia, yeah. Pennsylvania, January 23rd. I think that's the go-home edition of Raw before the Royal Rumble, too. So going to be a big story for sure uh I, I do want to talk about something else that's happening this week before we we bounce around and, and celebrate the good old days of professional wrestling ricky the dragon steamboat is coming back to wrestling and it's happening this sunday at the dorton arena of course this weekend is all about wrestlecade and winston-salem uh, lots of our friends are going to be there it's a who's who but on sunday as i understand it it's ftr teaming with ricky the dragon steamboat against Black Machismo, a.k.a. Jay Lethal. Uh, Brock Anderson will be there with his father, Arn, in the corner, and a mystery opponent. Lots of speculation about that mystery opponent, but the Dorton Arena, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. Who'd have thought, man? Take a look at that. How cool is that? That's great. That's absolutely great. Um, I'm happy for him. I just hope he, uh, they sent me some footage of him working out. He looks great, as predicted. Well, listen, you just, uh, were fortunate enough to, uh, to be in the ring again. Well, any, uh, any last words of encouragement or words of wisdom for, uh, the dragon? No, God, he'll be, be fabulous. Uh, words of encouragement, just, you know, don't get hurt, but we don't, you know, we can't think like that. Right. Um, but I'm excited for him. I mean, I think everybody, if they can, if they can, if they're able to pull it off and they can do it without getting hurt. And I wouldn't be surprised with with the components there if he didn't have a, like a really good match. Oh, I'm I'm sure of that. I mean, take a look at I mean FTR and Jay Lethal, and certainly Brock Anderson's making yeah. strides. And uh, we don't need to probably speculate as to who the the mystery opponent is. But uh, who who do you think it is? I know who it is, but I'm not going to say. Why? I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't want to spoil the show. It's a surprise. Well, are you can tell me. Are you, just text me so I know. Yeah, I'll tell you the first plan, and I'll tell you who it actually is now, because I think it changed, maybe. Okay. All right. But either way, here's what I'm most excited about in this. By the way, if you can't get to uh, Dorton Arena, 
uh, and, and you should, it's this Sunday, November 27th there in Raleigh. I think this is going to be on fight, man. So you can enjoy it from the comfort of your own home on Sunday and watch a little football and check out the dragon and FTR. Oh, it's it's going to be on fight. I think so. That's the rumor. Oh, good for them. Good for them. What companies would you want to work for? Just Capital is a nonprofit that tracks which companies are a force for good. Companies like Bank of America, which just earned the prestigious Just Capital 2024 seal. Bank of America is ranked number one in the banking industry and number one for their ongoing commitment to workers, offering best-in-class benefits, including a minimum wage of $25 an hour by 2025. Visit JustCapital.com to learn how a just business is a better business. Furnished by Just Capital. I wanted to uh, to also bring up to you that the the fun little piece of that story, at least for me and you, I think, is on July 31st, our man Jay Lethal got to wrestle Ric Flair. And then in November, he got to wrestle Sting and Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. Yeah. This might be the most fun that Jay Lethal's had in his career. Yeah. And boy, so deserving. So deserving. How was the match with uh with uh Sting and uh with Darby and and the Jayanette? I really enjoyed it. It was a crazy brawl. We saw people jumping off everything and yeah. We saw unbelievable coffin drops from every angle, including into a guitar. Jeff Jarrett somehow manages to get younger. He's got abs now. I can't believe it. Uh, uh, but yeah, when it was all said and done, Jay Lethal took the pin. And uh, I can't wait to see what's next for the last outlaw. Is he going to assume a more backstage role? Or w- if you were booking, would you continue to use him on television as well? Oh, I I, I didn't get to see the match, but I, I think Jeff's a hell of a work. Yeah, I did too. There's nothing wrong with Jeff. I mean, if there is, I, I'm not aware of it. He looks great. You know, he doesn't drink, so you know he's, he stays in pretty good shape. It means you can't trust him, but, you, you know. Oh, my gosh. Listen to you. Guys that don't drink, you don't, we don't trust him. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, he looks great. I'd, I'd, use, I'd use him as much as I could. He's a smart guy. He's a hell of a worker. Well, let's talk about somebody else who uh, is making the headlines these days. Cain Velasquez, former UFC star, former UFC champion. Uh, of course he made some headlines when he, uh, well, had some legal trouble and now he has been released from jail last week. And this week they've announced he's coming to do some Lucha at the AAA show in Arizona on December 3rd. Have you met Cain Velasquez before? Yeah, I know him real well. I am. Uh, I'm, I'm it, thrilled. It really caught me off guard. He got into business because of, um, uh, Ray. He's real good right. friends with Ray Mysterio. And then um, I've I've traveled with him, I've been around him. He's a nice guy. I was really surprised to hear that. Well, I'm excited that uh, he's getting an opportunity to to dabble in wrestling again, and uh, I think this really adds a, a lot of juice and a lot of steam for AAA. I mean, this is going to be a media event now. Oh yeah. The, the rumor was that ticket sales maybe weren't what you might have hoped for, but boy, that's going to add a big boost. And you want to talk about a lot of attention. Having him, as as I understand it, Rick, he's got an ankle bracelet on, and he's going to remove it in order to wrestle. That might be a first. It might be. I hope. Well, I hope it doesn't put him back up in jail. I don't know. No, I, what did he get well, for again? I don't know all the details, but let's just say that he believed that someone in his family had been touched inappropriately, and he yeah. uh, sought vengeance for that. 
Yes, and that's, that's uh, right. I think a lot of people who knew the details were really pulling for him and supporting him. I don't know him. I've never met him, enjoyed his fights, and think a lot of AAA. And since I don't know all the information, oh, I don't very- think I should maybe have an opinion. No, no, I'm just saying he's a real nice guy. Um, and I'm, you know, if you got a family, you know how precious they are to you. So, you know, you got to be careful. But if a, I, I had heard the same thing, it was a family issue. Somebody offended him or someone in his family. So you never know all the facts, but I'm, I'm I, I like him personally. And whether, you know, whatever went wrong, I affect my opinion of well let's talk about your opinion on this i don't know if you saw the news but it came out yesterday as we're recording this that they have cast someone to play rick flair in the new von eric hell yeah the iron claw is the new von eric family biopic or biopic if you will and aaron dean eisenberg is going to be playing the nature boy what do you think when you heard that um well i don't know much about him but i mean I know they called me to talk to him on the phone and I was traveling and never got to talk to him. Um, so I have, I, I haven't met him and I haven't talked to him, but, um, I will tell you this, if they, um, do an accurate depiction of what Bionic family went through, this would be a great, great, is it a movie, movie or is it a, uh, like for going to be like Netflix or I, I don't know. In the theaters? No, not, not, I don't think anyone knows. I don't think that's been disclosed. I mean, these days you make yeah. more money not okay. going to the theater from what I understand. And yeah, so exactly. we'll see, but I, yeah. I'm sure it, whether it starts in a movie or a theater or not, it's going to be on a streaming service shortly thereafter. Of course. Yeah, I'm sure. Well, if it's an accurate depiction, it'll be one of the greatest stories ever told in the, in, you know, in wrestling history. Cause there was so damn much history with that family. It's, uh, it's going to be an interesting, it's going to be interesting to see how the real world sort of outside of the pro wrestling bubble receives it and to see if it sort of boosts interest in the world-class territory or just wrestling nostalgia in general. Um, I hope, well, I hope they're not going to have him depict me like (laughs) (laughs) somehow I feel like the after party will come in there. (laughs) the ass with San Antonio. I feel like that's what? a safe bet. <laughs> somehow, somehow there'll be more than just Ric Flair wrestling all of on Eric's. <laughs> I uh, I can't wait to see how it all shakes out. I mean the 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 rumor is MJF is going to play Lance Von Eric, and uh, I kind of hoped you know once I saw that. My understanding is once upon a time that Paul Bosch worked pretty closely with the Von Eric office and. I thought for sure, man, if they're casting MJF, he's going to play Gina Hernandez. I mean, Gina Hernandez would be like his wrestling uncle. No, no Gina Hernandez is being played by Ryan uh, Nemitz. Oh, is he? Okay. Nick, Nick, I, I just ran into him. Yeah, he's I just playing Gino. Uh, Lance, Lance, Von Eric, right, Von correct. Von Eric. Yeah, so I got to clarify that for people that are confused. I mean, I, but think, but think about this. Uh, when Fritz first started in the business, Fritz or Jack, or Jack, the oldest son, was electrocuted on a clothesline outside of their trailer. David, of course, uh, 
died of regurgitation, not being able to regurgitate his food uh, in Japan. Then the Kerry Von Erich, uh, the memorial came, and that's when I wrestled Kerry. And then Kerry, you know, lost his foot in a motorcycle accident. I mean, it's just terrible. And then, you know, he was going to go to jail for prescription fraud and just decided he'd rather, you know, which with a lot of people, and I totally understand that. I wouldn't want to go to prison for 25 years. So, you know, and then I'm not sure exactly what happened with Mike. Um, same type of thing, and then Chris, and then the only one living, the only one still living is Kevin, and we did not get to see him at the last match, unfortunately. Kevin Bonerick is a great guy. Well, I understand that uh, Mike Bonerick overdosed on sleeping pills in uh, 1987, which yeah. is just terrible. It, it's sad. I mean, it's just unbelievable. Well, I can't wait to see what 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 is Chris style. Uh, I believe that too was uh, was suicide. I think it was a nine millimeter gunshot wound to the head. That would have wow. been ninety one. Yeah. Well, he's the only one who didn't wrestle. Well, um, he tried to. I, I didn't wrestle Chris. Oh, I, I see what you're Mike. saying. You're saying he's the only one you didn't. Yeah, we, 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 well, I had to beat him in 10 minutes to get a shot right. at Kerry. Um, no, no. I can't remember how it was. It was a 10 minute match, and uh, the cr crowd was so into it that um, I can't remember what it was, but I had to beat him or he had to, he had to survive. Oh, and, uh, anyway, I, I, <laughs> They wanted me to destroy him, but he was, they were so loud with the bell rang out. I, I was bleeding. He had to, and I, uh, I had to figure for him. <laughs> he didn't give up. <laughs> they went crazy. So I can't remember how we got to me and Carrie again, but those are some wild times on a Saturday night in Dallas, man. Good Lord. It's that time of year, boys and girls. Can you believe it? I know I can't. I know what you're thinking. This is going to be expensive. How am I going to pay for all this? Have you seen the economy lately? Can we put Christmas on pause? You can't. It's going to be here sooner rather than you think. And I'm here to help at SaveWithConrad.com. How's this for starters? No house payments for two months. You don't have to make a payment in December. You're done until January. And come January, you're going to have a happier new year. Because it'll be with no credit card debt. It'll be with lower monthly payments. We can knock out your car payment. We can get rid of your second mortgage. We can pay off all your credit cards. We can get you the cash you need to turn your house into your dream home and do it with no money out of pocket. Don't get stressed out about the holidays. Just go to savewithconrad.com right now. You don't need perfect credit. You don't need money out of your pocket. It just takes a few minutes to get started. NMLS number 65084, equal housing lender. Serious business, get a lower monthly payment. Make this the best Christmas ever. Skip your next two house payments at SaveWithConrad.com. 
Well, we're going to have some wild times today, man. We're going to watch, uh, the Starcade match from 1987. I can't believe this is a real thing, but this is the 35th anniversary. Uh, as you and I are recording, we're just three days away from the 35th anniversary of this big show. And, uh, we're going to, we got a lot to talk about just Jim Crockett promotions, the state of wrestling in 87, Ronnie Garvin is the champ you chasing, you know, you guys have just bought the UWF. There's a lot to talk about, but. I think maybe we should just uh, jump right into it. So, Steve, if we've got that footage pulled up, let's take a look at the main event from Starcade 1987, a steel cage match for the NWA world title. It's Ronnie Garvin defending his title against the Nature Boy. So there you go. We see, uh, you walk into the ring with a big time entrance. Of course, here in Chicago, they've got a, a real colorful lighting rig over the ring and the smoke. I mean, it's not an entrance like you would see today, but that was pretty big time for 1987 right yeah, there. Man. Very big time. Yeah. They were really, they were really trying hard to be, you know, be more, more like WWE at that time. As a reminder, WrestleMania three has really shined a light on what's possible in wrestling. And, uh, as a live touring opportunity, WWE has doubled down. So they're running more shows than ever, not just an A town and a B town, but a C town as well. Often three, t- three shows in the very same night wrestling's hotter than ever for them. And the spectacle of WrestleMania three had everybody wanting to sort of up their game. So along the way, Crockett tries to compete and he buys out bill Watts. That's been discussed a lot. But he also goes to a lot of the talent and says, Hey, we don't have a WrestleMania, but we're going to have four big pay-per-view events. And when you combine all of those four big pay-per-view events, you'll make more money with us than you will with Vince. Please don't jump. So a lot of guys start to get big guarantees, but the idea is whatever they don't make through the week, they'll get paid up at the end of the year with a lump sum. And that's about to come due for a lot of the talent. And there's going to be some hard feelings to go around. And, uh, well, along the way, we've got to try to figure out creatively, how do we combine all this roster that we've got from Watts territory with the Crockett territory. And one of the ideas was let's combine the syndicated network. And you'll even see the ring skirts here say TWN, the wrestling network. The idea was they wanted to, uh, have the biggest possible, uh, accumulation or collection of stations that they could to compete with Vince McMahon's syndicator package. And Vince feels this is a real threat. So he goes out and he reaches out to the different pay-per-view companies and says, Hey, if you carry Starcade, you won't get WrestleMania. Some of those cable systems play ball. Others do not. And then he comes back and says, now I'm running head to head. I've created my own pay-per-view on the same day. We're going to call it the survivor series. And you have to pick. If you're carrying my show, you can't carry theirs. And some of the cable systems play ball and some do not. And then he says, well, it's at the same time. And eventually a lot of the cable systems say, well, we're not doing that. You got to stagger the shows. He won't move. So you guys move. So Starcade, instead of being an evening affair is now an afternoon affair and it's no longer in direct competition. 
but a lot of the cable systems acquiesced because make no mistake, WrestleMania was the brand Vince McMahon and the WWE oh, sure. pay-per-view. And this is known as, you know, the sabotage starcade amongst guys like Tony Schiavone, because we've got Tony Schiavone on the call here, along with Jim Ross, we've got everything pushed to the middle. We're no longer just trying to run Greensboro. We're trying to run a major market like Chicago and Vince is doing all he can to shut it down. Was that the vibe? Were you, did you know all of that coming into this or what was the vibe as you arrived to the building and you're getting ready for the show or are you just thinking about the match? No, I was aware of it. I mean, I wasn't anybody that wasn't, you know, really in, in touch with what was going on in the business knew all about that. But, you know, I, I didn't realize it, it, it just kind of the way it, 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 it was a cutthroat business, right? I mean, it, you know, it's, it was, you know, uh, I, like we've talked about it a thousand times. If, if Jimmy had just stayed, in my opinion, if Jimmy had stayed east of the Mississippi, they, they could still be in business. Right. I mean, until, until the level of saturation with TBS got bigger. So, you know, when you, when you're just into relying on, um, TBS to carry you nationally, right? And then uh, you're going up against network TV. Uh, it's it just was difficult. I've told the story a hundred times. I I'd go home, and my mom and dad would say to me, um, "Hey, my friends know who Hulk Hogan is. They don't know who you are." Oh wow! <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's that's in my uh, new biography. Or new uh, documentary. Or do we know uh, when we'll be able to announce that that's going to air? I will give you the exact date next week. I'm I'm arguing with him about it. Oh, because okay. I, I want to watch it with you. Yeah. No, no, I'm seriously, I do. I want to watch it with many of my friends, especially family, as I can. But the date right now would make it difficult. So i'm it's not an argument obviously they're gonna win i'm just presenting a case <laughs> yeah, I don't I know just, why, obviously they're gonna win it makes me laugh well because they, they give you all these analytics i i'll tell you the date when we're off the air and you're gonna tell you what right but they've studied it and they say analytically that's gonna be the uh the perfect day and when i tell you you're probably gonna be shocked too but anyway how stiff was garvin let's talk about that my goodness. You know, a lot of people, myself included, we've sort of wondered, was he the right guy for this? Uh, but then when you actually take a look at the match and the way you guys are beating the shit out of each other. Oh, no shit. He, <laughs> we, you know, I wonder why I, my heart doesn't have any, um, um, you know, like my cholesterol is so low. He knocked, he knocked all the cholesterol out of my heart. <laughs> he just jumping, jumping knee headed, but I mean, God damn. You know, Ronnie, Ronnie was over really big in, in the Southeast, but you know, it's the same thing. I, it was a different kind of guy, different kind of champion, but I really enjoyed working. He, I mean, he didn't mind me hitting him either. He's a tough kid. A lot of guys don't want to get hit this hard. I, uh, I took a look at this, uh, match a few years ago with, uh, Tony Schiavone. Yeah. And See, I, he, look, look, look how crisp this stuff looks. There's nothing there. He takes his time. It's a real fast one. And look at him. He, and he's, he's laying him in there. But that's what we did. You know what I mean? That's when I, when I talked to you about the importance of being um, 
the fundamentals. You know, the fundamentals, yeah. He just was fundamentally strong. I mean, watch this. His kicks look great. I mean, you know what I mean? He just he didn't do a lot, but what he did looked great. What do you think of the Garvin stomp that we're watching here, where he just runs all around your body and kicks you? Well, you know, I like enough that I told Randy over to do it. Randy started doing that. Okay. It, it looks good. And it's in there. <laughs> just, you yeah. know, everything he did look good. It didn't feel good, trust me. <laughs> we, uh, when we watched this with Tony Schiavone, I made the observation. I think Taz modeled his style after Ronnie Garvin. Look, look at him. Look, he keeps coming, man. Ronnie's in shape. <laughs> yeah, you you open up with the fists of fire, and he returns fire. Oh, oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> but see, also right there, he, he knows how to sell too. I mean, that's one little shot, and he's boom. And that, and, that, and that 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 make, that makes so much difference when you're working with a guy. You know, you get you give him enough that he's happy as can be. So when you cut him off, then it's you know he, he they get it. Does that make sense? Yeah. Some guys you got to try and cut off five times to get so excited, and then you lose the effect of what you're doing. I mean, literally, how many times can you kick a guy in the balls? Right. Right. <clears throat> without selling it. See him? Doing a great job there. Yeah, this is another example of two of, you know, like what, the, the, um, the comparison between me and Sting and me and Ricky, like lifestyle and all that. Yeah. He, he, he was a, he wasn't Dusty Rhodes charisma wise, but he, he was the regular guy. Does that make sense? Yes. Against the, the arrogant prick. He let me hit him, boy. <laughs> you know, uh, fans a lot of times are, are critical. Uh, I, I've been critical too of the decision to make Ron Garvin the champ. Was that the feeling inside the biz? Were, were any guys was was Ronnie feeling it at the time? Is what I'm trying to ask. I guess. Well, it wasn't a question. Was Ronnie? I think Ronnie felt it. Yeah, I think he felt good about it. But it also is realistic. It it just didn't. In the South, we drew like hell. We just didn't draw that well anywhere else, and that's as much that's as much my fault as it is his. Could couldn't be because they thought it was phony. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. We you can't hit someone as hard as we were hitting each other and not get someone's attention. He just wasn't that that Ricky Morton, Ricky Steamboat kind of bay face. That makes sense. Yep. He was a tough guy, and it, you know I don't think they. It's hard to get as, as much sympathy on him as it was a guy like Ricky or Ricky Morton. But we did a lot of hours. We did probably ten, twelve hours Broadway together too. We worked hard. I think Ron Garvin is criminally underrated. You take a look at his stuff, man, and as you said oh, earlier, yeah. it all looks real, man. Like you can't poke holes in his stuff. No, you should have seen the night when Randy Savage was first breaking into business. We were in Columbia one night, and uh, Randy was just learning, and uh, and Garvin didn't get along. They were slugging it out in Columbia one night at the old township. 
I mean, really slugging it out. See him selling there? That's all it takes. Did you like working cage matches in this era? I did if I, I did if I could cut myself. I saw no purpose in it if you couldn't cut yourself. Just like I do now. But the fans have become used to it. So it's not that now it's a, it's acceptable not to. But I could never understand how like a guy could run my head in a cage one day and it was okay to bleed, the next day it was not. Does that make sense? Yes. I mean, the fans have to think that too, right? Yeah. I mean, in the old days, they, they, when they bought a ticket for a cage match, they expected blood, guts, and glory. I mean, you know what I mean? Right. And if they didn't get it, they didn't come back. But when you went on TV, you just had to be careful and change things around, which I understand that side of it too. And it probably overall was a much healthier, it's much healthier, I guess, because of all the problems. It can come from blood issues. Yeah, we should probably mention that. We we've got a a lot of folks who believe that maybe the issue with um with blood uh, with a lot of the guys in wrestling started based around the the Magic Johnson discovery of, of yeah. HIV. Like when he found yeah. out he had HIV, maybe it changed a lot of people's opinion about blood. Was that your experience as well? That and I think also um, I didn't hear that. I mean, I was very aware of that, but I think it always more that the the networks just said, "Guys, we can't be doing this." And with children or young kids are watching it, right? I mean, that that was obviously made national news. But I just think that you know, it, it's you know, like everything else, what, what was really cool at one time, at another time in life, and cool, right? And actually, with Ronnie and I, we were hitting each other so hard we didn't need it. But um, I don't remember. I don't, I don't think I bled in this match, did I? I can't imagine there was a match you didn't bleed in. Huh. Look at those kicks. See, that's what I'm talking about. Fundamental. <laughs> James Stewart, a big fan of the show, wants to know, was anyone else in the conversation for dropping the World Championship 2 before Starcade? Of course, the idea being, we know in 86, it was supposed to not be you and Nikita, but you and Magnum. But here in 87, do you remember anyone else being discussed? I think there was a rumor that Dusty wanted the shot, but maybe you or Crockett didn't think you and Dusty for a third time at StarCast would work. So, or Starcade rather. So he winds up working with uh, Lex Luger in a cage for the U.S. title. And you wind up with Ronnie Garvin. Do you remember Dusty being discussed, and was anyone else discussed? No, I don't think so. I'm, the, the, the thing that I'm basically assured of is that Magnum would have been a champion had he not had he not had the accident. I see. So had Magnum not had the accident, he would have came into this and probably defended against you? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, or or, or I would have dropped it to Magnum along the way. I'm I'm I'm. I'm pretty sure I know that to be fact. They were building they were building them and he would have been good. He, he Just Capital is a nonprofit that tracks which companies are a force for good. Companies like Bank of America, which just earned the Just Capital seal. Bank of America is ranked number one for ongoing commitment to their workers with initiatives like Sharing Success, which awarded 97% of their teammates additional compensation, nearly all in stock. 
This is the program's seventh consecutive year, awarding more than $4.8 billion in total. Visit JustCapital.com to learn how a just business is a better business. Furnished by Just Capital. He worked hard. He looked good. And, um, well, is it, nope, no blood, right? Oh, yeah, it's coming. Oh, is it coming? Oh, you're bleeding at the end of the night, for sure. Oh, there we go. You couldn't get to it, huh? <laughs> There we go. <laughs> it's so fascinating to me that, you know, that's what, that's what makes a good match to you. Well, you get, well, I, once again, if I take your face in real life and I run you into the cage, a metal yeah. cage, are you going to bleed? Right. I, yeah, I mean, you, you're at least going to bruise, but especially with Garvin putting up, biting me and all that shit. <laughs> How can you not bleed? <laughs> I never asked the other guy to do anything, but man, I, I you could check my name for blood every night. I made a living. And watch it. Here, wait, watch this. How can you hit your metal post and not bleed? And trust me, he's clipping me in the head. <laughs> yeah, it's fun watching this stuff. My goodness. Seems like yesterday. What is your uh, your take on moving Scott, moving Starcade out of Greensboro? Terrible. Worst thing that ever happened. Well, the, the second worst thing that ever happened was having the heels win the war games. It should killed, have been the baby faces every time. It killed. It killed Winston Salem. Yeah. They never. It never drew again. We went from selling out to nothing. Right. Absolutely. I heard I heard the WWE's gonna have war games now. That's, That's the talk, true. man. It looks yeah. like it. Well maybe maybe oh, I can maybe believe I, it's not gonna work off the top. Who'd have thought? Maybe I can get one more blade. Oh, what are you talking about? Listen to you. We have to have a blade for war games. <laughs> That's what we need to do. We need to get you a gig just making the uh the blades. Yeah. I guess we should mention that, you know. Uh, hey, I used to make it for half the guys in the territory. Dr. Flair, you make me a blade ring. Yep. <laughs> this uh, this this Survivor Series is going to be a big dog on deal. It's this Saturday. Uh, so it kind of feels a little old school. It's around Thanksgiving again. Of course, uh, we got the WrestleCade Super Show if you're in Winston-Salem and, and the Live My World with Jeff Jarrett and Survivor Series all on the same dog on day. And yeah, the name of this Survivor Series is Survivor Series War Games. And uh, it's going to be a lot of fun, man. We got the Brawling Brutes, which is Seamus, Ridge Holland, and Butch, Drew McIntyre, and Kevin Owens taking on the Bloodline. Uh, and then on the other side, we got the ladies, which is Bianca Belair, Alexa Bliss, Asuka, Mia Yim, and a, a mystery opponent taking on Damage Control, Nikki Cross, and Rhea Ripley. So two yeah. separate War Games matches. Coming up this weekend. Oh, oh, that paper is this weekend. Yes, it is. Oh, on Sunday, Saturday, Saturday. Okay, yeah, they've gone to Saturday now. Why is that? I think uh, I think they've realized that they don't maybe want to compete with the NFL on Sunday. Hey, night. Exactly. Yeah, but it's a tough Saturday. I mean, what are they going to do in Ohio? Were they going to close down the whole state of Ohio on Sunday? I know my Saturday is going to be big because oh. we're doing Alabama Auburn at two thirty, and then. We get to watch a little wrestling in the evening. It's going to be a fun day. 
Yeah, and here's the deal, though. I'm talking about Saturday is when they closed down the whole state of Ohio. Yes. Because I can't stand Ohio State. Michigan. <laughs> you think Michigan's going to be able to pull the win off after they barely won last week? Oh, come on. You can't win every game. That's, Listen to you. That's not that, what you're saying when Alabama loses. Well, Alabama's supposed to win every game. <laughs> Listen to you. They are. And they'll be back. Who, who are they kidding him? Do you think you think he's gonna go end up his career like this? Every time they're criticized, a guy like, you know, they're giving Aaron Rodgers a lot of shit and obviously they're saying Nick Saban's lost it. You know that goddamn you, you got seven national titles, but you have one bad season, so you've lost it. Yeah, it's a little crazy. <laughs> I mean, you and I have fun joking about it. You'll probably beat Auburn by 50 points. There's whether, no chance. Whether, whether Lane Kiffin's there or not. <laughs> Let's talk about that. Do you think there's any chance they announce Lane Kiffin on Saturday? A lot of people think that's the day. I don't, I don't know that I'm convinced. Is he going to take the job? I mean, that's some people are saying that it's going to be announced on Saturday. I don't know if I believe that. Why would he leave Ole Miss? That's what I'm saying. Like, you got a job for life there. Well, not only that, but I mean, the guy got a real competitive team. I mean, they're 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 a pretty good team this year, right? Yeah. Uh oh. Bad night for Space Mountain. Oh gosh. <laughs> and then we see Ronnie Garvin on the top rope. Oh man, look at there. One, Cross for the big two. sunset flip. You counter. You're holding the top ropes for leverage. Tommy Young catches you, rolls it over into a sunset flip. You kick out. Tommy Young is working his ass. Oh out. God, he once again, unbelievable. Hoops Dad says, "Why'd you drop it to Garvin? Why not Barry Windham, Ricky Morton, Jimmy Garvin, or Hawk? Is it true they offered the belt to Barry and Ricky first, and they declined?" That is a story that's been out there before that no, Ricky Morton was offered a, a spot and, and he didn't want to do that to Robert. So he turned it down. Have you heard that story before? No. And I, and I, I doubt that that's the case. Okay. And I know Barry, Barry would have taken it too. I think Barry had a knee injury or something. That was his first knee injury. I can't remember for sure, but Barry, I mean, either one of those guys would have taken it on a dime. Who wouldn't? There it is. Rick Flair is the world champion again, beaten, battered, bloody, but getting his hand raised. And it is a little weird to see the crowd cheering you. I know you loved playing a bad guy, but Chicago was one of those markets that's loved you for a long, yeah. long time. Yeah. Look, fortunately, I'm, I love Chicago. I was just there, you know, with, with great turnout. And, uh, I was at a signing in, um, New York with uh, Bianca Belair and with Liv Morgan and man, they killed it. So um, I'm glad to see everybody's doing well. Let's talk about the, what this title win meant to you. Of course, you win the world title for the very first time, September of '81 in Kansas City from Dusty Rhodes, uh, and then of course we're gonna have some shenanigans that aren't really acknowledged where you're doing some stuff in Puerto Rico and whatnot. But your second title win was Starcade 83. And man, it was uh, essentially the first WrestleMania, the first super show. We turn away thousands at the door. It shuts down the highway. It's just crazy what you're able to do there. We don't really acknowledge what happened in New Zealand and Singapore. 
but then we do acknowledge that you win the world title back from Dusty Rhodes in St. Louis of 86. And now here, I guess we're going to say this is the fourth time because at this point you've beaten Dusty Rhodes, you beat Harley Race, you beat Dusty again, and now Ronnie Garvin. Did being the world champion for the fourth time, I mean, this one in particular, it's your super show, it's in Chicago, it's fresh after we've sort of combined forces with Watts. Did this feel special? Was it, was it monumental? Oh, well, guys, another day. They all felt special. Again, just to be in that position. But um, once again, you know, um, when I look at this, I think to myself, God, how good we were. And I mean, we really had a good product until actually, I think we had, I think we had the better wrestlers. Um, yeah. Um, then, um, not better wrestlers, but I mean, we, we had equal, equal, equally as good talent, WWE, but it can't start. We started moving around instead of staying in our base. I mean, Greensboro never drew again like that. Right. They, they felt like a slap in the face. And if that, if that's not the most, most telling story in the history of my, my career and seeing a town empty out after selling out for 20 years and then same with Winston Salem with the war games. You know, they're not paying to see the good guys in the war games is where the bay faces catch up. But the way, the way Bishop was booking it, Jesus Christ, who knows? Just, well, hey, they're out of business. They are out of business. What can I tell you? We're nitro. I can't even spell it. The, uh, the unfortunate reality of Starcade 87 is it's going to be sort of the beginning of the end for Jim Crockett promotions. Of course, a year later, they're going to be sold to Turner and, uh, it's a new day, but the payoff from this show was not what Arn and Tully had been hoping for. It was about half. And as a result, they're going to be sort of upset and 88 is going to be a tough year. And of course the WWF is going to continue to expand into things like SummerSlam and one by one, you start seeing a lot of talent jump ship, including Ronnie Garvin, uh, including big Bubba Rogers, who becomes the big boss man, including Arn and Tully and, 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 uh, did you know, uh, coming out of the, uh, the show here that, Hey man, we're in trouble. Or at that point, did it still feel business as usual for you? I knew we were in trouble. You start losing some of your key guys. I mean, but, but Bubba could always work. He just was intimidated as, as um, big Bub Garvin used to beat the crap out of him. Not intensely, just the way he worked, right? And Ray would always say to me, why, why, why is Ronnie Garvin hit me so hard? It's just 300 pounds and 6'4". Um, but look at he went up there and God, he and Hogan drew huge money. So yeah, good for him. And then the brain busters, I mean, I, I don't think it's even an argue. I think they're the best tag team. I mean, the reason why people like FTR and that want to be like and tell you, they were great. No doubt. But it's kind of like tag team wrestling wasn't really that big a deal with the WWE. It's like, look how hard, look how long they kept Jim and uh, Brett together. You know what I mean? The Hulk Foundation. And it finally took Brett breaking off to, to, to establish who he was, right? So that he become one of the all-time greats. But I, and there, once again, this is the kind of stuff that people, just my opinion, but the brain buster should be in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. 
Absolutely. I agree. I mean, I'm I'm just saying, though, look at, if you look at the list of people there, I mean, and they were managed by Bobby Heenan. So right. they were hot in the, in the match. I remember Aaron Coleman, he was so excited, him and him and uh, Tully in the main event against uh, Gennetti and uh, um, Sean. And, and yeah. what a hell of a match they had. Holy Christ. Aaron and Tully could work, man. Huge. Well, if you're looking to see uh, some hell of a match, you got to go to titlematchnetwork.com, where right now you can take advantage of their holiday special. Say 50% off all new memberships when you use the coupon code Conrad. That's all lowercase at checkout. This includes every pay-per-view and video on demand. You'll get hundreds of exclusive new live streams every year, a near endless amount of pay-per-views, shoot interviews, documentaries, and more. And one of the biggest collections of women's wrestling content on the planet, plus a ton of title match originals, including their new interview series with legends like Greg, the hammer, Valentine, Sabu, the Godfather, and more title match network is the only streaming platform to bring you the entire WrestleCade weekend. It all gets kicked off this Friday with Shane Douglas and Rob Van Dam live podcasts. Of course, we got the WrestleCade super show where you can see big show, DDP, Kurt Angle, Eric Bischoff, and more. What about ladies night out 11? It's happening this Sunday. I believe Sue young, Tussa Blanchard and more and AML wrestling has a super show on Sunday, the 27th. You don't want to miss. I can't believe this is real, but George South is stepping through the ropes to take on Nick gauge. So George may not know it, but that is going to be his last match. Titlematchnetwork.com is the perfect gift for the holiday season. Take advantage of this holiday special, say 50% off all new memberships the coupon code Conrad that's all lowercase at checkout. And by the way, if you don't like what you see, just cancel any time. That's titlematchnetwork.com. The coupon code is Conrad, all lowercase at checkout, and you'll save 50% off all new memberships. Well, what's on the docket for the Nature Boy this weekend? We got Thanksgiving I, tomorrow. Where are you cutting your turkey at? I'm going to go to Ashley's. Oh, there you go. Yeah. I was going to come down there and see you, but after get up there, I'll tell you why. Um, I'm coming to see you at Christmas. <laughs> Roll Todd, I ain't mad if, at if, if I'm still invited. Of course so, you're invited. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, I, and I will be. I just, I felt like I just would, you know, I'm lucky enough to have that opportunity to be with her and be with you guys both. So, um, I will, um, you know, do would be with Ashley and looking forward to that tomorrow. And then, um, so you're cruising over to Orlando today or tomorrow? Tomorrow. There you yeah. go. You're not going to believe this, right? So, you know, I lost my wallet in Vegas, right? No, I didn't know that. Oh, I lost my wallet. I had a lot of money. And I mean, my credit card, driver license, everything, right? So I spent all day yesterday. I have been driving around Tampa with a Georgia tag that expired in 2020. Oh, my God. <laughs> so I, I had to call in, I had to call in the sheriff to help me out. <laughs> it's been a whole day at the DMV yesterday, getting my driver's license. And now I'm going to get a tag, so I'll be legal. <laughs> My gosh, look what's going on with Ric Flair. <laughs> don't don't let me go to Vegas with a wallet. <laughs> you know, it was Kelly's day to watch you. What was she doing? We got to get Kelly to start watching you. Oh, uh, uh, Kelly, she was the, the international champion. Boyfriend of Indiana was there. Her NCAA national champion. Well, she still needs to keep your ass on a leash. Just saying. <laughs> Kelly is supposed to keep my ass. My ass on a leash. Yes. <laughs> Everyone fault. listening agrees. 
Hey, so let's talk about Survivor Series this weekend. Of course, it is the uh, the, the Thanksgiving tradition that killed Starcade. Seth freaking Rollins, Bobby Lashley, and Austin Theory are going to be in a three-way for the U.S. title. Who you got? Uh, give it to me one more time. Seth Rollins, Bobby Lashley, Austin Theory. Three-way dance for the U.S. title. Seth Rollins. I think Austin Theory is going to get it. I think yeah. he's got the hot hand right now. We got a, a singles match with AJ Styles taking on Finn oh, the, only, the, only reason I, the only reason I say Seth is he's done a lot of favors lately. Oh, yeah, he has. Yeah, so I just think sometimes you got to put a little something back in the bank. So, well, the, speaking of bank, this match will be money. AJ Styles, Finn Balor, who you got? Um, God, I like them both so much personally. Um, I think Finn needs it yeah. more than AJ. Um, yeah, I mean they're really pushing Finn hard. Um, I don't know. I, I I'm gonna go with my first instinct. I'm gonna say Styles wins. Well, it happens this Saturday night. Of course, we've also got Ronda Rousey and Shotzi. Uh, I think, you know, as much as I love Shotzi, I got to think Ronda gets her hand raised on that one. What say you? I, I, I agree. The brawling brutes again, that's Seamus, Ridge Holland, Butch, Drew McIntyre, and Kevin Owens taking on the bloodline, which is going to be Roman solo, Sammy and the Usos. I mean, I got to think the bloodline wins there. You see anything different? Nope. I think then, I, I, that, that I, I, I just say keep Roman as high as you possibly can. And he, and he doesn't need to lose in the tag match. On the lady side, this gets a little tougher to pick. Bianca Belair, Alexa Bliss, Asuka, Mia Yim, and uh, another person to be announced against Bailey, Dakota Kai, EO Sky, Nikki Cross, and Rhea Ripley. What do you think? You I'm, going, going with- I'm going with Bailey's team. Bailey's team, I think, is uh, probably ripe for the win. Ba- Bailey, uh, ba- Bailey's my girl. I like all of them, but I, I, I like Bailey a lot. I got all respect for her. Tell you, Bailey is a really versatile. If she can do anything, you know what I mean. Yes. And, and I, I got a lot of respect for her, a lot of time for her. So I'm glad she's back. When she was gone, uh, they missed her dearly. It's going to be interesting to see uh, how this shakes out because. After this pay-per-view, we really start getting ready for the Royal Rumble. And of course, after the Rumble, man, or even going into the Rumble, everybody's got WrestleMania in the back of their mind. Yeah. We're, we're, we're a couple months out, but if you had to pick it right now, who would you pick to win the Royal Rumble? Hmm. Well, the winner mean the Royal Rumble winner is the guy to wrestle Roman. Correct? Seems that way. Well, that would mean The Rock would have to be in Royal Rumble, which I, I don't think is going to happen. I don't th- I don't see The Rock just cashing in or something like that. I just see. So um, I would like to see um, if he's totally healthy, and I think it's a hell of a match, Randy Orton. Wow, okay. Come back strong and have Randy wrestle Roman. It wasn't too long ago. We saw a picture posted on uh, social media when the Orton's were celebrating their anniversary and we saw Randy in a hospital gown. Is that an old photo? Did he have a recent surgery? Do you know anything that, about when he might be back in action? It's soon. Yeah. Yeah. He had, he had to have surgery. So, um, um, but he, he's in a good place. And I mean, I know I'm, people are, are, are think I'm too old school, but until somebody proves it better than someone that's his size and his knowledge and his ability, 
He's, he's, he's the best worker in the business. Well, as for me, I'm pulling for Cody Rhodes. I'd love to see Cody Rhodes. Be oh, the guy. I, I didn't know Cody was back. Well, he's not back, but I mean, if we're, if you're saying Randy's coming back, I think it's fair to say that Cody's coming back too. Oh, I didn't, oh, I didn't think Cody would be ready to like, to like March. Oh, wow. Well, I, I, I like Cody Rhodes too. My God. Let's now, go I'm not saying coming back. I'm just saying if I'm fantasy booking this, that's what I want to see. I want to oh, see fa- oh, fantasy booking. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. I, I absolutely like Cody. I'm just saying who the best worker in the business is. Speaking of fantasy. There is a game this weekend. I mean, I mean, just think, just think about the WWE, their roster, they're, they're doing well, but can you imagine when they get back, Randy, Cody, Charlotte, Sasha, if she ever comes back, I mean, loaded song. I mean, loaded. unbelievable. Yes. The queen, I'm going to, if I have to hold her down and put the figure eight on her tomorrow, I'm going to find out what's up. <laughs> <laughs> she always told me shit. I don't trust her dad. <laughs> Well, this Saturday, it's going to be a big day. We're going to get it kicked off, uh, with the, the Wolverines in Ohio state. Hell yeah. Number two, I can't stand Ohio state. And then later in the day, we're going to get to see Auburn, Alabama, but we'll round out the night with that. Nothing happening. Mark Carano's favorite Notre Dame taking on USC. Who do you got in that one, Rick? To be honest with you. And I, I, I actually. I like that Freeman kid so well, and who and you know they started out rough, but they played good lately. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. That's gonna be a hell of a game. I'm going USC just so I can give Carano. Ah, that's because you're kissing Jim Ross and asking you like that Riley guy. Oh, not at all. I just want to give Carano <laughs> shit. Carano <laughs> shit. And well, you see I, right there. I'm having I'm having more fun. Sure. Hey, I was with Billy Sims in Chicago, and I go, Billy, you guys still got a football climate? Oklahoma, he said, we're rebuilding. I said, rebuilding what? You <laughs> talk about zeroed out. Jared's very silent about the, the Sooners this year. <laughs> My goodness. <laughs> They're as bad as Nebraska. <laughs> well, here's what I know. By Saturday, everybody is going to be tired of those Thanksgiving leftovers. So go ahead, fire up the football game, fire up survivor series and, uh, order, order woo wings. Come on. You know what we're talking about? Hell yeah. It's real. It's our very own virtual restaurant concept. It's now open. Order it on Uber eats or postmates. Woo wings is now open in Nashville, San Antonio, Charlotte, Jacksonville, LA, New York, Tuscaloosa, Huntsville, Concord, Richmond Hill, and many more locations coming soon for the full list. Just visit rickflairwings.com. And by the way, as a virtual restaurant, Woo Wings is always looking to partner with existing restaurants in the major metros like Atlanta, St. Louis, Raleigh, or Charleston. Tell us your favorite sports bar or restaurant. They're, they're, they're right here live now in Tampa, Florida. Come on. At Palazzo. Joe's joined. Tell them that you want woo wings in your town. Tell them to visit rickflairwings.com for more information. And if you live in a woo wing city, fire up Uber eats and postmates and order the only chicken wings worthy of carrying the name of the 16 time world champion woo wings Woo! Saturday, man. I love it. It's football. It's wrestling. It's my favorite time of the year. It's like fat guy Christmas this weekend. Love you, buddy. Love you, man. Hope everybody has a, th- a great Thanksgiving. Fire uh, up some old school wrestling today and uh, take care I'll, of yourself. I will call you tomorrow from Winks. 
I can't wait. We'll yeah, see man. you guys soon. Love Next you, week, right here. Give, give my beautiful daughter a big hug. I'm going to give her a lot more than that. Oh, oh. man. Woo. <laughs> 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 see you, man. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Bye, guys. <laughs>